0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Lord tells Elijah that he will send rain and to go tell King Ahab. This begins an unprecedented set of epic events. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Kings chapter 18 on Simply the Bible.
0: Because of the apostasy of the nation of Israel, God had sent a drought and famine that lasted for three and a half years. Elijah had been living in Phoenicia, the home of a widow who was taking care of him. We continue today in 1 Kings chapter 18. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab, and there was a severe famine in Samaria. After so long, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. When we are walking with God then we can expect to hear the word of God. I'm always a bit surprised when others feel that they have the word of God for me. It's not that God can't use him to speak to me, but I think, well, can't God speak to me directly? If I am daily in the word and listening to him in prayer, then he does speak to my heart. And when others speak to me on his behalf, it is a confirmation rather than a change of direction. However, there have been those times when God has spoken to me through others because I wasn't listening. Elijah had prayed that it would stop raining, and God stopped the rain. Now, God said he would send the rain. Led by King Ahab and his wife Jezebel, the people of Israel worshiped Baal, who was supposedly the rain god. But it was the Lord, not Baal, who controlled the weather. And the Lord wanted Ahab to know that in no uncertain terms. During those three and a half years, there was more than a famine of food. There was also a famine of the word of God. For Elijah, the prophet of God was hidden from public eye and ear. The Lord would speak to his prophet Amos saying, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine on the land not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. When people reject the word of God, then he stops giving it. That's bad news for people, for the word of God is eternal life. People must get to the place where they hunger for the word and thirst for God's spirit, like they hunger for food and thirst for water. That is when revival comes. Revival has been described as the Spirit of God coming upon the people of God through the Word of God. That is what we need today. And I believe this begins with us praying that God would send to our nation a hunger for His Word and a thirst for His Spirit. Then when the Word of God is poured out upon our pulpits by the Spirit of God, the church will be revived and bring forth the fruit of God's kingdom. Isaiah said in chapter 55, verse 10, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. O Lord, make it so, and bring revival to our land. Verse 3, And Ahab had called Obadiah, who was in charge of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. For so it was, while Jezebel massacred the prophets of the Lord, that Obadiah had had taken 100 prophets and hidden them, 50 to a cave, and had fed them with bread and water. And Ahab had said to Obadiah, Go into the land to all the springs of water and to all the brooks. Perhaps we may find grass to keep the horses and mules alive so that we will not have to kill any livestock. So they divided the land between them to explore it. Ahab went one way by himself and Obadiah went another way by himself. Obadiah was a servant of Ahab who oversaw his house. His name means servant of Yahweh, indicating that his parents worshipped the Lord. He is not the same person who wrote the book of Obadiah. Obadiah feared the Lord, but he was also the servant of Ahab who did not fear the Lord. Ahab's wife, Jezebel, had 450 prophets of Baal, the male Phoenician deity, and 400 prophets of Asherah, his female counterpart. Jezebel even fed these prophets at her own table. Moreover, she ordered that all the prophets of Yahweh be put to death. Now Obadiah was in a dark place, yet he feared the Lord. Fearing God doesn't mean that we're afraid of Him, but that we respect His power, righteousness, and holiness, and we realize that it is foolish to disobey Him. When Jezebel was massacring the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took his life in his hands and hid 100 of them in two caves, providing them with bread and water. This was no easy task when there was a drought and famine throughout the land. Ahab commanded Obadiah to search throughout the land for any green grass he could find to keep the livestock alive. Obadiah went one direction and Ahab in the other. Now, Ahab was searching for relief from the pain of the drought and famine, but he wasn't searching for the root cause of the problem. And often we do the same thing. We don't like suffering and seek to be relieved from it, But do we ask God to show us the reason for it? And then listen to what he says. Verse 7. Now as Obadiah was on his way, suddenly Elijah met him and he recognized him and fell on his face and said, Is that you, my lord Elijah? And he answered him, It is I. Go tell your master Elijah is here. Obadiah was looking for a bit of green grass when he met the one who, who could bring rain and end the drought and famine. When Obadiah saw Elijah, he fell on his face and called him Lord. Obviously, Obadiah had great respect for Elijah, who had proven to be a legitimate prophet because he said that there would be no rain except at his word, and there had been no rain for three and a half years. So he said, How have I sinned that you are delivering your servant into the hand of Ahab to kill me? As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent someone to hunt for you. And when they said, he is not here, he took an oath from the kingdom or nation that they could not find you. And now you say, go tell your master, Elijah is here. And it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from you that the spirit of the Lord will carry you to a place I do not know. So when I go and tell Ahab and he cannot find you, he will kill me. But I, your servant, have feared the Lord from my youth. Was it not reported to my Lord what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord, how I hid 100 men of the Lord's prophets, 50 to a cave, and fed them with bread and water? And now you say, go tell your master Elijah is here. He will kill me. We can't blame Obadiah for being afraid. Ahab searched everywhere for Elijah because Elijah had said that the rain would come only at his word and yet he was nowhere to be found. Ahab was tired of searching and if Obadiah said he was someplace and then Ahab arrived and Elijah wasn't there, then Ahab would be so angry that he would kill Obadiah. At least that's what Obadiah thought. Obadiah told Elijah that he had feared the Lord from his youth. This indicates that Obadiah's parents had raised him in the way of the Lord, even though they lived in the northern kingdom of Israel where apostasy abounded. How essential it is that we make every effort to raise our children and grandchildren in the way of the Lord, and even more so as we live in this post-Christian age where Many in our culture are abandoning the faith. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Verse 15, Then Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, I will surely present myself to him today. Elijah assured Obadiah that he wouldn't run off and leave Obadiah to face Ahab's wrath alone. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. Then it happened when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the Baals. Now, therefore, send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. Now, it is interesting that the first words out of Ahab's mouth were to blame Elijah for the drought and famine, as if the prophet of God could control these things. Often the unbeliever wants to blame others for the problems he has brought upon himself. People blame God for tragedy in their lives when they have made no effort to know God or follow his ways. What does God owe them? Elijah turned the tables on Ahab. In fact, he said, you are the troublemaker. You have forsaken the Lord's commandments and followed the Baals. You see, the true prophet of God doesn't mince words but says it straight. Being alone with God enabled Elijah to hear from God and deliver the message in the power and authority of God. If we would represent the Lord and teach His Word, we cannot be people pleasers. It is required of a steward that he be found faithful to the Lord. We must be alone with God receive his message and then deliver it in his power and authority. We speak the truth in love, but we dare not hold back or soften the blow when God gives us a hard message to share. Elijah called for a meeting on Mount Carmel where Ahab would show up with 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah. It seems that only the prophets of Baal would show up. Elijah was calling the shots and Ahab obeyed because he wanted the famine to end. This would be one of the greatest contests between the Lord and Satan in the Bible. But you must tune in tomorrow to hear the rest of the story.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where Elijah challenges the people to choose between the Lord or Baal. He proposes a contest that will reveal the one true God. This is an epic story from the Old Testament. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Kings on Simply the Bible.